This is a homebrew podcast. Hi, I'm Grundle from the Homebrew, and I'm here to tell you about a brand new product from Metacore. It's called Canux Antiperspirant. Rub it on your body. Get whatever you want. Whenever I use Canux, it makes me feel strong and powerful. Like I'm the strongest being in the universe and not just the second. When I use Canex, it feels like I can charm the pants off a statue. Thank you, Canex. When I use Canex, it makes me feel like I fly. When I use Canex, I feel like I can eat three times as much. I did it the lines right, right, Grendel? Did you say read or eat? Oh, you want me to do it again? Fuck. When this I is like use the 17th K-Nex, take, Nivets. Oh my god, Nivets, get it together. When I I feel like I can eat three times as much. Damn it, Nivets with passion. Come on, you so this. freaking old? You're so three Damn. times as many sandwiches. I quit. <laughs> we can replace you. I'm gonna turn you into a penguin. Oh, they're gonna tell your power works, Mr. Man. Oh, but that's how my spells work, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the crew, Kadex. May cause diarrhea, death, or dismemberment. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm the GM, Game Master, also Grant Milky. Happy to be back with Austin Brady. Zaldwin. Now I'm really lost. Cody Smith. Space Pirate Grundle. I have diarrhea for some reason. John Cayley. <laughs> I'm Nibbits Pozu. And I gotta think of a name for this little guy. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver. This tattoo's sick. Previously on the homebrew, the crew got matching tattoos, smoked some spice, got Greg some confidence built up, and decided to have Stabs stay and be his special consultant. Nivets adopted a b- And the crew headed back to the Hawk, with Zoros' medicine production halted. Crew, we are back on the Hawk mission has been completed you have the core uh you have the medicine production halted uh your plan all of the pieces to your plan are pretty much together what you do next is entirely up to you all when you are ready uh you can meet up with the uh, maxwell industries cloud the grung army is there and the plan is to bait Zoros and the Lathander 2 into jumping and then using the Paradise to calculate where he's going to jump to and be there waiting for him. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yep. So what are you all going to do? I'm going to take a deep breath. <sighs> and prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what you do before, like, universe-changing event like this. We kind of did it already. We all smoked a bunch of spice. Uh, I think uh, I I would like a long rest. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, I, we, we'll obviously get that, right? Like, we're on the hawk and we're moving again. Yeah, I basically am picking you guys up like you literally just walked off of Metacore. And you are in the Hawk. All right. Uh, and you're like setting coordinates to where you're going to go next. 
and like Tyler would greet you and be like, hey, so how'd it go? All good? Yeah, surprisingly. You said you were going to text me updates this time and not make me just wait here for several days. Uh, we were deep, deep underground. Okay, that's cool. I forgot. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, almost got killed last time. Yeah, you're fine. It's fine. We're fine. Yeah, this time wasn't as bad. Yeah, uh, looks like y'all made it back in one piece. Uh, no tagalogs. That's good. Huh? Oh, we made some new friends, to... but we, we left them. Uh, you, left you, them. Might, you must have missed them. This is Rick. Oh, oh, yeah, this is dwarf. This, this, uh, manly dwarf that definitely came with you, I assume, onto the hawk. Yeah. Fimulus, Rick wants to not be on the hawk, Rick. I have no life plans whatsoever. All right, Rick, we're going to murder stuff. You want to come along? I, I don't know. I feel like I need to, like, contemplate existence for a moment. Hey, I feel that too, buddy. Do you want to go contemplate existence for a little while? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go fucking pass out. I feel like I'm gonna die. Okay. Where do you, do you want me to get the ship going anywhere, or will Carl, Carl handle that? I've Carl, been practicing. You you think you can handle this, Carl? Uh, yeah. No problem, guys. Take, take it easy. Just glad to see you made it back in one piece. Hey, um, you gotta get a tattoo, though. What? Yeah, check it out. And I show him. We, we all well, got that's... one. No. That's pretty cool, I guess. Um, yeah, you have to get one, too. Can I just get, like, a electronic tattoo? I don't know. That it will look like this? Uh, at the end of the day, it will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Nice. Uh, yeah, I could I could have that. Me, Goy could probably have that put in today. Well, give me 24 hours. I'll fabricate something better than I can replicate. Sick. All right. Well, if you all have this figured out... I am going to... I'm gonna go take care of some stuff. Okay. Get some rest, buddy. And Zaldwin is going to leave the deck and head down to his room. Is he okay? Dude, I don't know, man. I keep an eye on him. That was like a really easy... Like, yeah. we just went to hell, right? And back. Yeah. In comparison. Well, Zaldwin... That was like really nice. Gray I gotta say, I thought it was gonna be no, much yeah, more I, difficult. I, I'm just in contrast oh, okay. to like yep. the past. Right. This was like a walk in the park, and like we even got to like yeah, cha- chill. Like we smoked some spice, had some lunch. It was yeah. weird. And he's like shell shocked. For real. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I could try to talk to him. I, I don't. We're not very close. What about a uh, gray? Uh. What? How does that work? Like. Can you talk to him? I don't think he needs pee-pee touch, man. I didn't. That's not what I, I mean. Don't we all? But <laughs> never mind. I just, I'm not, I'm not the doctor. I'll let Kellen handle it. Do, do you guys want me to get the ship going anywhere or should I just go chill? Oh, yeah. Where we, we, I mean, we got the stuff. Well, we got to do this thing. All we have to do is make a few phone calls. Get moving. Rally the troops, so to speak. Yeah. Set up a rendezvous point where the Grung army and... I can, I mean, I can handle that. I, I know I, I've been paying a lot of attention. I've been practicing. I can, I can help out. Sweet. I'm going to go to sleep. Tyler. Yeah. Get the shit going. Got it. Right. And Oliver saunters out to go take a nap. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just go eat a couple sandwiches and then I'm going to hit the sack too. Nibbits just walks by everybody else with in tow. Okay. 
yeah, Tyler will get the rendezvous set up and get coordinates put in. And then you will arrive tomorrow at the rendezvous point where you'll meet up with everyone. While Zaldwin is walking down the hallway, he's going to turn into his room and the engine kicks on and there's the familiar rumbling of the hawk. The door is going to shut, muffling the noise. Zeldon's going to press his back against the door and slide down it and cry for a while, just quietly, and slowly put himself back together and he is going to punch in the communications number for his parents. Who are on the soldier? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, after a couple rings, um, the call is answered. Communicator is like pointed up at the ceiling and you see your mom's chin and she like rummages around with it a little bit until she can prop it up. She's like, oh, 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 hey, honey. How's it going? Hi, mom. Oh, no. What's wrong, honey? Just, there's just a lot. And yeah. Listen, is dad there? Oh, yeah. Hey, Zaldwin's on the thing. What? What? Okay, he'll be here in a minute. Okay. I just I just really need to talk to both of you. Uh and yeah, after a moment, um your dad picks up like Oh, uh, hey, can, can you see me? Can you see me okay? Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see you. How you doing? You taking taking care of everybody? Doing good stuff? Not really. I'm trying. Well, that's 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 all anyone can ask for. Listen, I'm I'm about to go do something that I'm not incredibly sure is right or wrong. I think it's right. I think I'm making I'm making really messy decisions. Mm. And starting to wonder if if I shouldn't be out here. Well, I mean, you got us all this far, Salwin. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. Nice to be awake. It's not not bad here. I mean, you protected your friends. I mean, everything's a little messy. Anyone who tells you different, they're just they're just not being honest with themselves. Gotta gotta trust yourself. Listen, it it might be a long time before I can call again. I just I just wanted to hear your whole voice, and I just wanted to say thank you, and that I love you, and. And I guess that's it. No, well, we love you too, honey. And I hope it's not too long, but I trust you. Zeldwin wipes the tears from his eyes. Okay, you y'all take care. Be safe. Okay, well, call us as soon as you can. Yeah, and when y'all get to Dasaki, you just uh, send lots of pictures, okay? Okay. All right, bye. Mm, bye, on. And Zeldwin logs off and goes to his bed, lays stomach down, and goes to sleep. Anyone else doing anything today? I don't think so. Nothing of any particular note. Just Grundle's just happy to be back. He's chilling on the hawk, you know, just doing his thing as he normally does. It's like another day. Carl's getting all the preparations ready. I think after after some period of time, I think Sal would... Uh, come up to Grundle and show you that he had markered, like, sharpied the hawk onto his arm. That's pretty good. We'll have to make it permanent, though. I'll not tell you that. He smiles, gives you a thumbs up, pops some good berries. 
Uh, and with that, let's uh, everyone take a long rest. As a reminder, you are level 19. Strong, strong motherfuckers. The next day, you arrive at the rendezvous point that Tyler set up. There is a fleet of Grung army ships. There is the massive cloud of Maxwell ships. Uh, there are little pods going back and forth between the different ships, almost like little uh, ferries as people go between ship and between ship. And there are uh, a lot of other ships here that you don't recognize. Uh, but I mean, there's everyone is gathered together. There is some interesting news. Skilla from UNN News has a report. This is Skilla from UNN News here with a breaking story. In a surprising run of good news, we've received confirmation from the offices of intergalactic treaties that a new world has been discovered. After the invent of FTL and the massive jumps in technology, the universe quickly became more connected than ever. An explosion of technology and culture, the last 9,000 years have seen more change than most cultures last 10 million years. Most experts thought we'd found all the worlds there were to find. Until today. Telgea is a class 7 planet the second highest designation possible from the OIT, meaning not only are denizens technologically advanced for space travel, but they are also open to diplomatic discussions and visitation by OIT representatives. In this strange planet, its people also primarily live on its moon, home to a super city called New City in common, while the planet itself is mostly wasteland. Even more surprising, we somehow share a majority of our DNA makeup. I imagine all of you at home have questions and are waiting to hear more. And with UNN, you'll hear it first. Let's hope the good news continues. This is Skilla with UNN, signing out. Okay. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Uh, they haven't found any new life in, like, my whole lifetime. Damn. I don't remember them finding it in my lifetime. Well, they're like, so they like, they're not like primitives, right? They're like advanced. Yes, and unwarlike. Huh pretty fascinating that they live on the moon instead of the main planetary body. That's kind of a first in, as far as I'm aware, in all the planets that we've been to. Well, there is life on the moon sometimes, but usually it didn't originate there. I mean, that could be a lot of things, right? It could have been inhabitable at one point, their spacefare, and they could have destroyed their own planet before they moved to the moon, or been on the moon when their planet died. Hmm. Or maybe they're just weird. And their moon is inhabitable. Weird moon people. Well, you know, get all kinds out here. Anyways, we gonna go do some killing or what? Yeah, assuming you all board the uh, cloud and go to the planning part of all of this, Maxwell would greet you. Be like, uh, hello. It is good to see you back. I assume that you've been successful in the preparations. Yeah, we've been we've been successful. Yeah. Well, welcome aboard. Uh, we have not met, although I am fully up to date with all of the goings on, and I'll be more than able to assist you with anything you need uh, if you'll follow me. And he would lead you down like a hallway, uh, and there are grung like kind of all over the place. They're kind of ooing and eyeing at you guys. Uh, lots of finger guns, stuff like that. Uh, and as you're following uh, Maxwell through one of these hallways, you see a familiar face. Johnny Silverface is there. Oh, hello there! <laughs> Heavy arms, Oliver! What is your ugly ass muck doing here? Oh, I heard there was gonna be a fight. And I told you I'd be there when there was gonna be a fight. Point me at him and you know I'll knock him down. We're glad to have you. Got a whole crew here. Just tell me what needs 
punching, destroying, and I'll do it. Anything. We'll put them in the drop squad with us. They'll be good in close quarters. And he has he 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 has a a crew of about a hundred or so like heavily uh, like body modified mercenaries with him. There we go. Continuing to follow, uh, he opens a door and you step out, Zaldwin. Your breath is almost taken away as Maxwell has prepared a nearly perfect replica of the beach on the oasis that you remember. Oliver might also recognize this beach. Um, and what the fuck? Everyone is there are people gathered. There are little grunts. Evendal is there. Kellen and Sal and Tyler are all with you and there is food and there are drinks. There are a few family members from the Oasis, Zaldwin, people who wanted to join the fight and you assume is how they got kind of the the, the specs for how perfect this looks. And Maxwell says, "Uh, we can't exactly pull off the plan for another 24 hours, so thought we'd uh, make you all comfortable. Just to be honest, I don't know if everyone will survive this, so perhaps some merriment and drinks and all of that are in order. Right. Very well. Uh, do you require anything from me? I think you set up a nice dance before death, so you should be just fine. All right. Uh, and who speaks for the hawk? Carl. Carl? Uh, uh, if I sure. could just, If I could just get your signature here real quick. Um, yeah, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> do you just Carl sign just it? just signs it without even really okay. looking at it. It's like, okay, uh, I will start getting your uh, giant fuck off arms installed, and I'll let you know when we're ready to go. Oh, cool. Uh, did he just say giant fuck off arms? It was Billy's last request before he died. Oh, I'm so happy. Man, I can't believe that's finally happening. Oh my god. It's been a thought in all of our minds forever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and your your crew that you've put together, you know, I, I, we know we know Tyler and we know uh, you know Rick and Sal and Kellen, but uh, I think canonically there have been other people who have uh, hung around with you all and been there uh, since day one, and the crew has grown and grown, and yeah, everyone everyone grabs a little paper umbrella and a nice colorful drink and some food and uh yeah this is in video game terms everyone this is like that point in the game where it's like once you go here you can't really go back are you sure so uh i invite you to take this episode um take this time and say anything that needs to be said talk to anyone who needs to be talked to uh so on, handle any loose ends that you might have as things, yeah there's a only way to describe a, a war is coming tomorrow Whew. Yeah, hey Nivets, I hope you die before me what? fuck off, I'm not gonna die god, you're right which means you're not gonna die, so we're squared sometimes I lay in bed thinking about that I might have to live for eternity with you being around it makes me sick. See? That's exactly the mentality you need to be. Happy thoughts. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, Love you too, man. <laughs> Nivitz happily walks out of the room. Now, gotta think of what I'm gonna send a message back home, and even if though I don't know if anybody's actually gonna remember me. 
What about your friend Zephyr? Ooh, I could send a message to Zephyr, but... Uh... You talking to me? God damn it, Zephyr! Hey, I wouldn't miss it for the world, buddy. How's it going? Well, oh, to be honest, we're about to have a fucking shit show go on. So, pretty good. Oh, I know. I'm here for the shit show. I love shit shows. What are we doing? What are you drinking? What is this? Sal, Sal kind of walks up and hands you some, like, good berry blended drink with, like, way too much vodka in it. <laughs> all right. All right. This is cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, this is great. Awesome. Uh, He calls it good berry wine. Love it. So it's just good berries squished into vodka. Oh, oh, that is, that is mostly vodka. So message back home. You want me to, I mean, you have ignored everyone for a, a long time. Not trying to be well, mean I or mean, anything. They kind of erased me from existence. Right. Like got a family, right? What about your mentor? What was his name? Balls. No, that's not his name. I just. Mentor? Balls? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm spacing. I have it written somewhere. See if you kill everyone you've ever known. Isn't it Melf? Oh yeah, Melf. And his acid arrows. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, Melf. I remember now. Melf, Man, his yeah. name always slips my mind. How could it? It just sounds exactly like Milf. What's that? Well, be honest, Melf is a little bit of Milf. But that's beside the point. Wow. Nice. Upsetting. The real reason Nivitz is a wizard comes out. He met this hot wizard woman and was like, I'll be your disciple. Hot, <laughs> hot Goliath moms in your area. Hot Goliath wizard. Oh a hot Goliath God. wizard is Melf is a hot That Goliath is the wizard. final reveal of the show, guys. Is All right, we can wrap this up. Uh, yeah. We win the battle. Everybody survives. Man, uh, I forgot go home. how hot oh Melf was. I completely forgot. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's been a lot. We live we live a long time, you know? I don't feel like people understand. Yep. Is Melf not hot today? Do they age poorly? You know Well no normally they would, but they they they're kind of well to do, well off, and so I'm pretty sure they're just cloning themselves now. Whether that's medically or just via magic, I don't know. Oh hey, so uh will you uh, uh, I, I just gotta know. I've been thinking about this a lot. Are you a clone? No. Oh, cool. Why would you think I'm a clone? I've said I wasn't. Well, because you pumped me for schematics to get you a clone detection device, and you clone yourself all the time. I figured it was some sort of, like, existential crisis or something. No, no, no. It's oh, for okay. other clones. Oh. I mean, we, we, we were worried about it, for sure. Yeah, I wanted to know if I was a clone, too. I mean, you know, in a world of instant rapid growth clones and fake memories, you know, you just need that reassurance. That you didn't get, you know, total recalled. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Why did he just say spoiler alert? <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Out, out the window. Look, everybody. That, that Maxwell ship has a big old spoiler on it. Oh. <laughs> Dang, that Good eye, huge. Grundle. I think that's Johnny Silverface's ship. <laughs> An alarm starts going off. Oh, God. It's the spoiler alert again. Beep, beep, beep. It's got under neon lights. Nice. I like the spinning rims. <laughs> I don't know. I actually think that's the top of the ship. I think it's just upside down compared to us. Oh. <sighs> Kel- Kellen would approach uh, this cluster of you all with a, a nice, long, uh, bloody Mary 
and she sips on it. It's like, so, uh, which one of you is dying tomorrow? Probably me. Probably us. Is there any way that you could all come home? If we play all our cards just right, I'm optimistic. She nods. She's like, I feel like I could have done a better job keeping you boys together. We're here, aren't we? We are here. Most of us. From what I've seen, you've done a hell of a job, man. What'd she do? I don't know. She fed real. She makes good grilled cheese. And <laughs> I make the better grilled cheese. She also dealt with your ass rash every other day. I don't know how a man can get rashed on his ass as much as you do. Like, do you just not? Do you put the poop back on your butt when you poop? <laughs> or what? We have a deal that if she helps me now, I'll help her later. Well, I don't think she's ever going to have massive rashes up her crack like you. I never know. I don't think it's a fair deal at all. Man, I think you've done fine. Oh, I know. He's just mad about my grilled cheese being better than his. <laughs> and she puts her arm on your yours, Grundle, and she's like, I do need you to promise me you're going to come home, big guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Where else would I go? Exactly. <sighs> don't look at me. You know I'm not making any promises. She keeps looking at you. Zeldwin also looks at Oliver. I don't know what you want from the god of death. I want you to bring these boys home, and you can't do that if you're not yourself. Yeah, we'll see. He kind of like plushes a little bit and kind of like turns away. No, it's just like, well, I don't really know what's next for me. I feel like it's probably time I settle down somewhere, but I uh, just wanted to see you all off and make sure that you come visit me. I'll definitely, I'll let you know where I wind up. Probably open up a open up a new shop somewhere. Uh, well, hey, the good news is I bet Medicore ain't gonna bother you no more, and if they do, just give old Greg a call. She's not. Uh, I don't know Greg, but sounds like you've got friends in high places. I was actually kind of thinking that new that new planet. Maybe maybe I'll check it out. I feel like I've seen everything. Maybe maybe somewhere completely new would be good for me. Hey, something poetic about that. I feel like there's gonna be more new planets and stuff coming, chewing up as we soon. I yep. I don't know why it's creepy when you say it. Right. What? I thought it was just me. It's like you can feel his lack of nipples. Nivitz is squatting in a corner, just drawing circles on the ground now. <laughs> she uh, she's, she just kind of nods and starts to walk away and then stops and then turns around and just runs back to you. And as many of you as she can kind of scoop into a hug, she tries to. And she's just, th- just thank you guys. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of all of you. I'm sorry if I was rough on you. You were as rough as you needed to be, Grandma. Yeah, so bad, I guess. Come visit me, okay? All right. One way or another. You take care of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself, young lady. Yeah, don't do anything I wouldn't do. She nods, and Kellen steps away into whatever the future holds for her. Bye, Kellen. Gonna miss the grilled cheeses. I can make you a better grilled cheese right now. <laughs> <That's the part>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That lasted. <laughs> oh man. I won the contest! <laughs> was there a contest? Yeah, but she puts love into it, man! Oh, I think it was in Oliver's dream, but yes. It <laughs> <laughs> in my dreams. Everyone looks at you strangely. <laughs> oh my god. 
the uh, sun in this kind of like hollow deck. I mean, it's not, it's like nanite created like stuff, right? Like it's actually mm-hmm. there. There's actually sand. There's a real beach. There's real water. Zaldwin, some of your friends from the Oasis um, would want to kind of talk to you and uh, get caught up. Sal is perfecting his little Goodberry vodka drink thing he's doing. Everyone's having a pretty good time. Is there any, uh, who else do you guys want to talk to? Zaldwin will, you know, like hug his friends and kiss them on the cheeks and in, in, introduce them to the crew and all that. And it's it's weird. It's like slightly awkward, like introducing your childhood friend to a 700 pound death machine covered in metal. But it is what it is. And I think Zaldwin is walking beside Oliver and looks up at him and says, Have you thought any more about what Greg said? What do you mean? About the arms. My arms? Yeah. I don't know, man. Just kind of is who I am now. Can't remember not having them. It's kind of comforting in a way. The pain is comforting. Let's me know I'm alive, I guess. You're one depressing motherfucker, you know that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Keep having a recurring nightmare that I'm the only one who lives in the end. And I have to send you all home, because that's what my job is, you know. Yeah. And then I'm alone. Alone forever. But I think that's just how it has to be in the end. So I've just been enjoying this, these last couple moments. I know I've, I haven't been the best friend to you. I think you've been a better friend to me than I was to you, Zaldwin. <laughs> You're the good guy, right? I don't know anymore. Oliver turns his huge hands, grab hold of Zaldwin, and like completely engulf him. And he looks him in the face and he goes, You have the kindest heart I've ever seen. I don't really know how you kept being this good through everything that we've seen. I don't understand change. I'm not good at it. And it must be hard, but you are more necessary than maybe all of us. As long as you keep hoping that this version of this universe can be whole, there will always be a chance that we make this right. If it can make stuff, Carl will create fun things. I'll welcome people back into the pool once they've gone. But without you, without you... None of us matter, not even time. I might not walk away from this, but that's okay. I'm death. I'm not scared of myself. Large tears are running down Zaldwin's face again, and he presses his horns against Oliver's horns. I've been doing so much crying over the last few days. Don't fucking die, Oliver. We won't die. We're going to do this. We're going to cut through. If you say so, I believe you. I'm so sorry for what I've done. And I know you don't understand what that means right now. And you may never understand what it means. And I I wish I could forget. (sighs) I wish I could forget. And Zaldwin buries his face into Oliver's chest and heaves the most ugly cry. Oliver just wraps his huge arms around him and holds him. I don't know if you can keep afloat, but suppose anything's possible with us being gods and all. You want to go surfing with me? Yeah, I feel like I've done that once. 
don't think I've ever been in the water before, though. Weird. I'll, I'll teach you how to swim. Let's start. Yeah, and we head to the water. What are Gray and Mr. Goy and Carl up to? And Tevian. I feel like Gray would be arguing a little bit with Mr. Goy about genetics. <laughs> Just like playful banter back and forth. Um, him being like a medical doctor and them being a gene splicer kind of going back and forth about you know like what could gene splicing do that like millions of years of evolution has not been able to do I don't know I think they're kind of a little bit on the same uh, partially (laughs) they'll agree on some things because here's Mr. Goy I I imagine he's just Gray's in his doorway he's like working on the potions for the upcoming battle and you guys didn't even go to the party yeah, they, they're still back. Oh, like, we're just God. like doing our own thing. Okay. <laughs> they, they showed up for the goodbye, and then, you know, afterwards, they kind of just sauntered off, off and did. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a much of a party person, really. But yeah, Goy and, you know, genetic, like, evolution and whatnot. But it's not exactly all there for that, just because, you know, he's cutting things and splicing things for monsters and making them into potions to give people abilities so not totally natural person <laughs> it's it's probably just comes down to the way that gray is saying these things like it just sounds snobby um and it's it's both of our voices together like <laughs> it just sounds yeah like like no you have to do it this way like it's the you can't just go all willy-nilly and take monster bits and put them together Oh, when you're one to talk, you just permanently genetically alter your body. Whereas I like this less permanent solution. What's wrong with permanence? Nothing, nothing, of course nothing. Just, it's permanent. Uh, you're impossible. Uh, we will never see eye eye in this, but, you know, actually, I don't know what I have for a butt. <laughs> Midway, <laughs> lose train of thought. Sorry, uh, needed to attend one of my potions. What was I saying? Uh, it would be better with the pincers of, uh, that, those right there. No, on your left. No, your other left. I don't have two lefts. It's either left or right. Which one is it? That one. And Gray walks over and, like, picks it up and, like, hands it to you. It was was definitely on the right. (laughs) Gray will sigh, roll his eyes, and then take it. Look at what it is, and it's just, you know, like, centipede pincers. Oh, brother. You know, leave the medical science to me, Gray. But if you want some pincers, I can see about getting you a pair of bigger pincers, you know? Kind of like Zelda boys. We don't even know if that boy is shelf-stable. Let's see <laughs> if he survives this. Then maybe. <laughs> He's more shelf-stable than some of the stuff I brewed up. <laughs> I think Gray would laugh at that. Has Gray ever laughed before? No. I don't think so. Gray yeah. has not laughed at all. And here is this kind of casual point of levity. Tevian, several uh, Grung are kind of slowly working their way into your circle. Oh, yeah. The the crowd is building because Tevian is standing there. So there I was upon the deck of the oasis uploaded into her great mind. Gods among me. All around, 
fallen, strewn across ground, killed by his own child. I stood rifle in hand, praying to the God of change who stood shoulder to shoulder with me, leading me, guiding me to my holy vengeance. So I took sight, and I took down the child of creation, the single blast of my rifle, bringing salvation to our gods, bringing purpose back into the universe as they rose up like resurrections, came back into the real world, ready to spread their light. And right there that day, I found my truest purpose, knew why I had been spanning this universe, killing the sullied masses who refused to change and want to stagnate. God of change had been with me all along, and his disciples, God of creation, life and death all around me. This was the path, my path, your path. We all are here to serve the greater reckoning, usher in the new pantheon. We die today or tomorrow, it will be a glorious death, and it will be done in the sight of our lords, our gods, and our saviors. This is a good day. Did you just fucking improv all of that? Yeah. I'm it's done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I think I quit. <laughs> if that wasn't written down, I quit. That was good. No, I just... Man, I, uh, the I, Grung I, I, are all standing there <laughs> with their mouths wide open. One of them like has to sit down and they're they're just like clapping. God, oh my oh my god, that was uh, I've never been so inspired in my entire life. That was I that that was reminiscent of the first time I heard Gary B talk. <laughs> Gary Busey. Alright, so have B. your drinks. And let's have a party, because we're going to walk into death tomorrow. And he just shoots back a shot and starts partying with the girl. What's Carl up to? Well, I, I mean, speaking of the party, I think that Carl is like the DJ at the party. Oh, hell yeah. And nice. He's just up front mixing and spinning and uh, taking requests, uh, you know, trying to convince everyone to get out on the dance floor. Uh, like, hey, everybody, it might be the last night of your lives, so let's dance the night away. This next one's called... I have no idea. I was going to try and improvise <laughs> something, but I have no idea. <laughs> I was sitting here trying to think of a cool song, too. I was like, okay, I need a pun, so a, a play on words of a real song. Right? I was trying to think of a play on words of a real song, too, but nothing came to mind. <laughs> uh, you know, everyone's favorite hit, that one. Free Drake. I fucking love that one. I put it on. <laughs> uh, Grundle is probably just like sitting at the table as like everyone keeps like getting up and leaving to go do the various things. And eventually he's just like sitting there kind of alone. And uh, so he just kind of gets up and walks over to Thorum and sits down at his table. And I'm like, uh, I, I'm like I've noticed that you're kind of sitting alone too, Thorum. <laughs> Uh, Thorum is not here. Grunt no. is just talking to himself. Uh, yeah, Thorum <laughs> is not. It's a different dwarf. It's a different. It's Rick. It's Rick. Um, he I, thinks it's Thorum. I don't know anyone. I don't remember oh. anything past yesterday. Sorry, Rick. You look like my buddy Thorum from the back. Oh, uh, I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, he's a pretty handsome guy for a dwarf. I mean, he's cloned genetically engineered to be like perfect. Oh, 
Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of... How, how did you, you know, become... Like, when were you born? I don't know. What's the first thing you remember? It was hot. It was hot and I was sweaty. And there was sand in my shoes and in my butt cheeks and my armpits, my teeth. And, uh... Yeah, it's like the first thing I remember. What's the first thing you remember? I think I died. What's the other side like? I remember some black ooze, some tentacles, but it could just be a bad, I don't know. I just figured- foreboding. Since we were like a clone, maybe. You think it's different for clones? I have no, I have no idea. See, as a scholar myself, I was under the impression that essence is essence. Oh, okay, I, I, nice. I mean, I, I don't know, man, I've never been to the other side. You might be more of an authority than me at this point. I've just been to hell and back. I mean, I don't think I, I don't know if I've been to the other side. I just, uh, I mean, don't, aren't you friends with? One of your friends keeps saying their death. Yeah, but he hasn't decided what he wants to do with all that nonsense. And I don't think we've really figured out how it works. Shouldn't he, like, do that? We have more bigger fish to fry, pressing issues. Well, what if he dies? Man, that's a good point. <laughs> think I should have him figure that out real quick? Should we go find him? Oliver, come here. Oh, he's surfing. Never mind. That's pretty cool that they have that here. I guess. I've only ever been to one other spaceship that had indoor surfing. Really? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) What what other ship were you on that had indoor surfing? It was Jeff's awesome arcade spaceship. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They have water slides, indoor surfing, video games. It's where we went for Carl's 17th birthday. Okay. Jaffs. Um, but yeah, Thorum and Frankie. Thorum, Frankie, and Maxwell Prime Jaffs. and Vantagraph are all not here. That's interesting. Where are they? They're off betraying us. <laughs> Why are you asking me? I don't, we, I don't we know anything. <laughs> oh, I was just asking the universe. Does it ever answer back? Yeah, all the time. Oh. Any questions? Would you say the universe is pretty cool? Yeah, it's been great to me. Read it. <laughs> One to ten. A lot of bad things have happened to me in my life, and it does make me upset whenever something bad happens. It makes me lower the score a little bit every mm. time. But, you know, life is good. Food is good. Video games are good. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's a lot of, you know, you take the good with the bads. Probably like a seven or eight, I guess. That's not too pain bad. Pain is pretty painful. Yeah. I've, if I, they could lower the pain scale a little bit, that'd be nice. Okay. Uh, if I if I go to the other side again. And increase the taste of food. Increase the taste of food. <laughs> increase the taste <laughs> Uh, someone else that is here is Belford Ronaldo, the 27th, our Leonin friend who you have only spoken to on. No, you met him also. We met at that conference. Yep. You met him at the OIT. Uh, they're here also. The Leonin friend that you all have made who was kind of, uh, your inside loop to the OIT. He was your FBI agent. Your OIT agent. Oh, dang. Yeah. He waves at you while you're surfing. I can't wave back. I don't know. Have, yeah, I do know. Yeah, I wave. 
Hey, we, should we uh, should we go up and say hi? No, yeah, yeah, we yeah we should go say hello. I guess. Can't remember. Is he cool? Uh, kinda. We kind of like make our way back up to the beach. Yeah. He's got like these thick glasses on, and he has uh, he has a drink he's uh, sipping from. Oh, hey, 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 guys, how's it going? Oh, hey, man. Yeah, long time. Yeah. I mean, not that long. How's it going? How's it been? Uh, you know, uh, it wasn't great. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I left. I quit my job. It's a little, little crazy. Oh. Uh, but it was, you know. I thought maybe I could come help you guys. Um, excellent, like radio operator, and uh, talking to Tyler quite a bit. Um, and he said that you know you guys could use all the help you could get. So uh, I'm yeah, here. Glad, glad to have you. You were, you know, huge fan. Good, good help. Yeah, no, you were great when you were our OIT rep. Yeah, yeah, I tried to help. Cool. No, for sure. Uh, Carl will probably know about you know the radios and computers and stuff okay yeah i can talk to carl i've got all i've got all sorts of talents that can help out with this uh, yeah tyler found you know you found a place he's been s- super cool we kidnapped him yeah on accident yeah no i i heard all about it i yeah i'm i feel like i know tyler very well yeah i mean i feel like he's like way happier now I mean, I hope. I mean, I oh, tell yeah. myself that at least. Oh yeah. Hey, listen. Now that you're not working, yeah, for that whole biz. Yep. Can you tell us stuff that you couldn't tell us before? Uh, yeah. I mean, most of what I know is about you, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're here, so yep. Obviously, you're placing your bets in our corner. Hundred percent. Really hoping for that flag too. Oh yeah! Fuck. Yeah, check out this tattoo we got, man. Oh <laughs> no, shit! That'd make a great flag. Artists. We need a flag still. Yeah, I thought, I thought the tattoo. flag was like. Yeah, I thought the flag was like a dumb deal. You guys still haven't done the flag? Okay, uh, our rest in peace, recently deceased teammate may have made promises that <sighs> four people. Not knowing whether that could happen or not. Yeah, I, if I remember right, Billy was the one who said he was gonna make that flag. Mm. I don't know if you noticed, but he is not here at the moment. He's real, real dead. Zaldwin is frozen. Zaldwin does not actually know if Billy Boom is dead or not. Zaldwin doesn't know if this has changed. And yeah, Belford looks at you. And says, hey, you good, dude? No, uh, uh, Zaldwin, you, you okay? You look like you saw a ghost or something. Uh, hey, Belford, hey, you got a cigarette? <laughs> Never touch him. Uh, but, uh, Tevian, I've seen literally smoking, chain smoking since he got here. So ask him. Hey, uh, Acolyte, come here. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. Uh, yeah. Zaldwin uh, just, like, reaches into Tevian's jacket and pulls out a soft pack of cigarettes and, like, slaps it against his wrist and pulls one out and clenches it between his mandibles and does a little... and lights the 
cigarette. You can keep that one, partner. And he like pulls another one out, out of his wing and he lights another cigarette. No, we're all smoking over here. Nibs just pulls out his pipe and <laughs> joins the, the smoking group. Well, <clears throat> anything else you guys would like to discuss before um, the assault is planned and commenced and the battle for the Lathander begins? Yeah, I think, you know, once Carl's got a pretty good dance mix going or whatever, you'll see everyone's kind of grouped up and uh, he'll come on over and he'll crack open a green Gorgon and lift it up and be like, here's to the craziest crew in the galaxy. Hey, guys. He'll start slamming it back and wipe his forehead off. He's sweating like crazy. It's (laughs) like, oh, you guys ready to get some tomorrow? I'm ready to get some now. All right. Well, I got everyone out there, you know, in a fever pitch. I'm hearing a lot of a lot of talk. Everyone's pretty pretty wound up. All these random people that I don't even like. Who's that? Who's that guy over there? He looks like a professional wrestler. Oh, uh, silver face. I don't even know who half these people are. He literally says his name every other sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a big fan of the sport. Ow, that's harsh. Come on, boss. That's me. I mean, I'm a big fan of you, Oliver. I just you know I don't watch any of the other fighters. Yeah, you don't really need to. All right. Listen, I. I fucking love y'all guys. I love y'all too. And if it's as much as you are a pain in my ass, I do appreciate you pulling me out of whatever fucking crime spree I was about to be on. Yeah, once you finished your gang initiation, it would have been pretty well, you know, settled. And, uh, Carl, thanks for being so curious about me, I guess. Hell yeah, I'm glad we got to the bottom of your peoples, Alduin, you know. Figured out, figured out what's going on, you know? I mean, I know that, I guess it probably wasn't as big a mystery to you as it was to the rest of the universe, but there were a lot of people on the other side uh, looking for answers, and I just felt like a big responsibility to get them, so. Yeah. Boss, we probably don't say this enough, but uh, I guess since we're all going to probably die tomorrow, I should say it now, right? We wouldn't have been here without you. Well, I wouldn't be here without any of you guys. I mean, I might have figured out the steps in the path, but... You guys kind of carried me through it, so it's a team. We're a team, and uh, by the way, we've still got to finish the path. We're storming Zoros' thing to get the locket, so I need all of you to survive. Good point. That's why you're the boss. And if I don't make it, you guys are going to have to figure this out for me. You definitely have to make it, because we are not smart enough to make it. Well, I just want to let you know I left all of my research on the hawk, and on my brain, and on this physical copy that I'm giving to Alvin right now. Oliver grabs Carl Blush really He's like, the only other person smart enough to figure it out is Nivitz. You cannot die. I will not follow that nippleless crazy old man across this galaxy. Getting a vibe? Nivitz is just waving. Just like, he was like, hey! <laughs> well, I have been working on some tools to help us to not die, but... You know, we gotta have contingency plans. You guys are all worried about your demise. Well, I gotta I gotta make sure that this gets solved one way or the other. So if I go, you guys gotta use it. If you go, I'll I'll keep going in, in your place, man. Someone's gotta get to the end of this path, figure out what the fuck's going on with that door, save the universe. We gotta figure it out. I do wanna know about the door. That's all I've thought about for like two years. <laughs> Yeah, these past few months have seemed like a couple years. I feel like when I was a child, I dreamt about the door. 
<laughs> and what the fuck it is. And I need to see it with my own eyes. Right. So it's no longer an intangible fucking thing that I have to guess at. Right. Yeah, I, I hear that. It's, it's been pretty much my whole life's ambition besides solving the Oasis is getting to the end of the path. And now that I did the one, kind of got to do this other one. I don't know, guys. I'm not the best at uh, sappy stuff, but uh, just just don't die out there. The night goes on pretty peacefully. Everyone has a has a good time and uh, speaks. The ground kind of filter out before everyone else. You see Belford and Tyler seem to uh, take quite an interest in each other and are talking late into the night and eventually start uh, cozying up with one another. Nice. Tyler gives you a gives you a wink when you would uh, catch his eye. Kellen eventually retires. Uh, the night goes on until it is pretty much the six of you since Gray and Goy are back on the ship and the sun starts to set. Um, nice little orange glow over the beach here and you're all together and everything is good. Next week we will do some planning. Plan our invasion uh, for the Battle of the Lavender. Uh, using the resources that you have available to you, uh, figure out how we want that to go, and then we will we'll get into it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Crew, thanks for doing this dang thing with me for a couple of years now. It's been fucking nuts. Make sure that you're leveled up to 19 for next week, and I hope everyone fucking makes it. It's not easy, but it's fair, and I have said that before, and you guys have rolled over me so i'm hoping that that is the case once again we'll get this wrapped up get that last waypoint uh everyone check out actualplaypods.com for links to our patreon and to our discord discord is where the crew hangs out and where all of our fans hang out we have a good time on there and patreon is where you can support the show for as little as two dollars and going into some really cool tiers with some really cool shit uh you can get all the links you need at actualplaypods.com and uh, we will see you next week for episode 102 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the Homebrew Wall of Fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy. Last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the Catburger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. 
Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. Can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising. An improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists when they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M, the Aves of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.